My scary cyber story, I guess if you can call it that, um, takes place during my first uh, IT uh, IT position um, while I was working at the Department of Veterans Affairs in East Orange, New Jersey. Um, so yes, yeah, my first my first IT job, um, we, we had an issue with our with our network printers. Uh, I still remember the the model number. It was our P twenty fifteen DN HP printers, and the the problem was we were getting work order after work order where you know people were complaining that the that the printers just weren't working. They just stopped working, um, and we, we, it, it was so much it was just becoming very overwhelming and um so what i did on, on my own i did some research i i you know went to youtube i guess youtube university like, like a lot of people like to call it i did some research on on the printer um from what i learned it it has it, it is a prevalent problem with that model printer um with the formatter board so i found one video where someone you know working on that same exact printer he, he took it apart. He removed the formatter board from the printer. He put it on like a cookie sheet and put it in the oven. Um, I don't recall the exact uh, measurements now. I don't, I don't remember how hot it had to be, um, but it had to be in the oven, I'd say, I don't know, at, at least 20 minutes or so, 15, 20 minutes. Once it, it does that, you're, you're quote unquote baking the board and it's causing an issue where it needs to be reheated in order to complete the circuit on the, on the board. So very, of course, a very non-conventional method, um, but he took it out. He let it cool for, you know, let it cool down, reinserts it back into the printer and he was printed again. <laughs> so... I was amazed by this because I never saw anything like that before. Um, I didn't even think anything like that was even possible. So I went with my research results to my supervisor the next day. Um, he thought I was nuts, <laughs> and but he 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 took a bet on me. He knew there was a risk, you know, doing this, you know, because of course I'm, you know, it would have to involve me taking government property home and, you know, doing this and all this and that. But he, uh, he trusted me enough to do it, you know, and he said, you know, to let him know how, you know, if it works or not. So I was like, okay. So I took the printer home, went through the same steps that I learned from the, the video and, and believe it or not, it worked. So <laughs> it was almost like a, uh, Frankenstein type moment. Now, of course, this wasn't a permanent method. It was just something to kind of just hold us over to where we could breathe a bit until um, we, and I can't remember if we just ordered different printers. I, th I think that's what, what the case was. So it worked. I, I tested it, you know, so I was very excited, you know, so when the next day to work, I told my supervisor, I said, hey, it worked. And and he was like, great, now you're going to be our baker guy. <laughs> so... Uh, I was taking on quite a few of the calls, uh, a few of the work orders that involved that specific model printer, and I was kind of repeating that process. Um, and you know, and again, it was just buying us time until we have a more permanent solution. I, I would say another thing that you know maybe one could take from this story is that you know 
it, I believe it just goes to show how important um, mentors are, or in this case, a supervisor. Um, he did act like that uh, as a mentor for me. Um, you know, given that, as I said, this was my first IT position. I wasn't turning down any sort of jobs because to me, like, who am I to turn down anything? I, I want to learn. This is how I learn. I, I need experience. So, you know, I was raising my hand for everything. And but I, I believe my supervisor noticed that and he was always encouraging me to, um, you know, always work on myself, always, you know, going for certifications, always looking to, to make myself better. And, you know, I I do it, you know, attribute a lot of my success to, you know, where I am now be, because of him, for him allowing me that leeway, that space to to allow me to allow me to fail, honestly. Um, I think I don't think not, not too many, I'd say supervisors or maybe quote unquote leaders um, allow their people to do that. And I think we kind of lose sight of that a bit, you know, in our development. And we we have to be patient, you know, um, you know, allow them to make mistakes. Let them know it's OK. Of, of, of course, you know, you do have to provide some you know, uh, oversight, you know, to make sure they're not going too far off the rails, but, uh, but, you know, but within reason, you know, um, that's how you learn. I, I think a lot of people learn just having that, you know, kind of getting their hands dirty and getting in there, you know, you, you could take what you learn from the books, but it, I don't think anything really replaces that hands-on experience.